You're listening to a Philadelphia Sports Nation production, enhancing your Philadelphia sports fan experience. What is going on, Eagles Nation? Welcome to another episode of the Birds Banter Podcast. This is your host, Matt Loopy. I can be found on Twitter at Matt underscore Loopy. And today, we are keeping it rolling with our Evaluate the Rookie Podcast segments. Today, we're going to cover offensive lineman Jack Driscoll and wide receiver John Hightower. Really excited to look into these um, prospects on the offensive side of the ball, the Eagles. This, we're getting into day three. The Eagles really rocked day three out of the park, in my opinion. Filled a lot of needs, got a lot of depth, and a lot of more athletic, fast players. Um, so this podcast is going to be all about Jack Driscoll. We're going to talk about his strengths, his weaknesses, and obviously how he fits into the Eagles offense. Um, Jack Driscoll was an intriguing prospect for me. I didn't really know too much about him pre-draft process, but I went back. I watched a lot more of him, and I like what I saw. Obviously, with the strengths, there are some weaknesses. Um, he was selected later in the draft, so there's some things you need to point out and improve on until he becomes ready to go in the NFL. To start things off with his strengths, I think he really holds his own in pass protection, and a big reason for that is because he has very strong hands. When you watch him, the passes, the pass rush is coming to him, the defensive tackle or defensive end. He gets his hands up quickly and early, and he keeps them there. He's not really moving his arms around too much. He keeps that hold um, inside his chest, and he's making sure that those those pass rushers are not getting past him into the quarterback. So obviously his his hands are probably his strongest trait, and that really helps him in pass protection. He played mostly right tackle at Auburn. I know he can move around a lot. We're going to get to that in a little bit, but right tackle is his true position right now. We're going to talk about how that will translate to the NFL. But um, just looking at him first glance, I really notice his strong hands in the pass protection especially. He can really kick back and make sure that nobody gets around him. Like I said, he's also quick at getting off the block. Um, when he he won the block, he won the battle, especially in the, in the run protection. When he gets off that block, he moves into the second level very quickly. Um, he's another one of those fast, explosive players that the Eagles are taking. Very athletic. So I like how he knows when to cut it off. If the running back is getting up to his level, he can break off that block and then go to the next level and try to pick up a linebacker or defensive back for his running back to carry and follow his path, um, hopefully, to the end zone. So he knows when to break it off. He can use those strong hands to make sure that he sheds the block away and get up to the next level. I think he also scans the rush pretty well. He can move laterally um, whenever the defensive end is trying to shoot either the B-gap or the C-gap. He can take that step to the right or left and make sure that he covers both gaps very quickly. Um, he's good lateral movement. He's very mobile, very flexible, and can get back and forth to make sure that nobody's getting around him. Uh, I think he can work on his speed a little bit. We'll get into that, into the weaknesses. But that first step is pretty quick with him. Um, could use some improvement, but he can make sure that he clogs the, the gap very early to make sure that nobody's getting around him to the quarterback or to the running back. Before I move on to the weaknesses, I want to point out his versatility. Obviously, we know that he's very versatile. He started at right tackle at Auburn, 
but he started to move inside a little bit. He played a little bit of guard. He has the ability to do so. And in the pre-draft process throughout the combine and other pre-draft training, he also tried his his luck at center. So he's trying to gain a little bit more experience on the interior interior of the offensive line and maybe try snapping the ball a little bit. So the fact that he can potentially play all five positions on the offensive line is really going to help him. I think he's going to thrive on that right side just because that's where he has the experience and it's tough to move um, a right tackle who has a little bit of holes in his games over to the left tackle position. I think that would be a big jump. But moving him inside on the right side or even trying his luck at center is a very versatile piece to have on the offense because instead of keeping two players on your roster, someone that can be a guard slash center type player and someone that's a true tackle, Driscoll can almost cover all of them um, pretty well too. So I'm excited about the versatility that he brings to the offense because once it gets to August and September when the Eagles have to make roster cuts, they can keep Driscoll around instead of keeping two offensive linemen around. So I think that's a really good pick, underrated part of his play. Moving on now, we're going to talk about his weaknesses. Obviously, there's going to be a little bit more than I talked about with Jalen Rager and Jalen Hurts just because Driscoll is a later round pick. He was picked in day three. So there's going to be a little bit more negatives to him. Not that he's a bad player at all. I still really like him as a prospect, but there's going to be a few more holes to his game than, say, Jalen Rager, who's selected in the first round. So first off, I say that he needs to be a little bit more balanced on the run. Um, One thing I noticed in his tape is when he moves up to that second level that I talked about in his strengths, when he gets off that block and moves up to try to advance into the secondary or the linebacker group, um, he, he wasn't super balanced. Linebackers were starting to throw him around, and I think he just needs to work on getting more power to drive through, especially through his legs, to make sure that he's not all top-heavy and can be pushed down easily. Um, Because a lot of times, linebackers were getting the best of him. And obviously, linebackers are a lot smaller than offensive linemen. So he needs to make sure that he's moving with power and moving with his hands up to make sure that he, if he has the opportunity to block someone, that he can make that block and he's not going to get thrown back, potentially hitting his running back or opening a gap for his running back to get tackled. I think that issue can be solved with just increasing your strength in the legs. Um, He needs to make sure that he gets more drive and improving that leg strength. So he's moving with a little bit more power. Like I said, keep those hands up because he has very strong hands. Like I mentioned, he can work with his hands very well once he gets to that next level. But if he can't have a sturdy foundation, starting with his legs, he's not going to be a factor. Um, So he needs to make sure that he can push the power from his feet up into his hands and be a sturdy lead blocker for his running backs or his quarterback, whatever uh, player is running with the football once he gets into that second level. I think he should be a little bit stronger in run, run protection. Um, this is very similar to this this trend. I think he's just needs more power in general. Um, and run, and run uh, protection, he wants to make sure that he's getting up into the second level, like I'm saying, but also he needs to plow through the defensive ends, defensive tackles first. And a lot of times when you watch the NFL, when run plays are happening, the offensive line is shifting up. They're not dropping back in coverage. They're shifting up and trying to plow through. Driscoll kind of lacks that power to be able to do so. Um, He's won a little bit in college just because of the competition. Obviously, not as strong players, but 
once you get to the NFL, you're going to be facing premier pass rushers, premier defensive tackles in the league that are going to be a lot more powerful than what he is right now. So if he wants to make sure that he can move the line along with Brandon Brooks and Jason Kelsey, those other great offensive linemen that the Eagles have, he needs to make sure he gets more powerful so he can move it up and let Miles Sanders do the work from there. I think um, when talking about his versatility, he's probably best suited to be a guard. Um, he is starting this transition inside, and I think a big reason for that, he's just not very long. Um, he's a big dude, but he doesn't have the length like a Jason Peters or a Lane Johnson that the Eagles previously had at tackle. Obviously, Lane Johnson's still around. Andre Diller taking over on the left side, but he's not as long as them, so I think he's a little bit more compact. If he moves inside, he doesn't have to deal with uh, moving all over the place. If you watch um, any tackle in the league, they have that big first step to get get around because these pass rushers in the league, they're very fast. Um, they're very powerful, so they need to make sure that they obviously cover their ground first but get a f- strong foundation to block on. Um, Driscoll, I don't know if he's going to be able to do that anytime soon, so I think his best bet is moving inside. He is the the ability to be a good tackle, but he needs to improve on his power and his technique before he's able to do so. So I think moving to guard to start improving those factors would be the best move for him. Another thing with him is um, it all comes back to the power. He needs to hold his block longer. When you're watching him, he can only keep a defensive lineman in his in his hands for a couple of seconds, and then they're either beating him with his their speed or he's just not holding the block anymore. So I think especially if, with uh, Wentz at quarterback, if Driscoll has to be the right tackle, he needs to be way better at holding that block longer because Carson Wentz loves to move out of the pocket, and if you're going to let him get exposed because you can't hold a block long, then you're not going to be on the field. Um, so Driscoll needs to make sure that he tightens up his coverage a little bit, make sure that he's holding those blocks as long as possible and not letting anybody get around him. Real quick, before we get into his fit with the Eagles, we're going to take a quick break for a message from our sponsor. All right, so looking at his fit with the Philadelphia Eagles, I think, like I said, he'll be mostly used at tackle and guard. He has the most experience at tackle, but he's built more like an offensive guard. Um, I would be a little bit hesitant at center, just because that's a big transition to make, going from playing predominantly right tackle in college and then moving interior um, to a center is a big jump. Um, I wouldn't trust him as the backup center just yet. The Eagles right now have Isaac Sayamalu and Nate Herbig who can take over backup center duties. Jack Driscoll, obviously, if he's on the roster, he can develop that skill set and be a factor if they need him to. However, I wouldn't trust him as the sole backup center. Uh, If Jason Kelsey goes down, I want somebody that is better suited to do so or maybe just a true interior offensive lineman as opposed to Jack Driscoll who's trying to do it all. He has great athletic ability. I don't have any doubts that he can develop into something great. However, that's a lot of pressure on him and the entire offense to all of a sudden make that transition to right tackle to a true center um, or just somewhere in between. So I would give it time before I start considering him as someone that can play all five positions. Like I said in his strengths, he has very strong hands. That's the thing that I like about him the most. He has good technique. So Jeff Stalin, the offensive line coach, he has a good foundation to work with. Uh, he's going to be able to use this good technique and these strong hands and utilize it to build on um, and improve 
in those areas, but also work on the weaknesses. All he has to do is get get stronger and get more powerful. I think Stoutland would be great at doing that. Um, get him in the weight room, get him on the Eagles training regimen, and get him through some drills, hopefully this summer, if um, everything gets back to normal. But Driscoll will be a good prospect for Stoutland to work with. He's a bit of a project just to get that power up, but at least he's versatile and he could do a lot of things, um, which the Eagles are going to love. Um, if he's going to play tackle at, with the Eagles, I think he needs to get a little bit more quick. Just because, like I said, when you get to the next level in the NFL, players are going to be faster, they're going to be stronger. Um, he needs to be quicker with his first step just to get out and not let a speed rusher get behind him. Yeah, his hands are strong. He could probably win back the battle in college with his hands if he's not getting a great first step. But in the NFL, if you don't have a good first step, pass rushers like uh, Khalil Mack or whoever you're going against are going to blow right by you. So he needs to make sure he shores that up and gets a little bit quicker along with more power. Um, right now, he's probably going to be a backup option. Obviously, the Eagles five, um, the starting five guys are set in stone pretty much, I would say. However, um, is he going to be a top backup? I'm not sure yet. Like I said, I wouldn't trust him as the sole backup center. I would say if the Eagles want to keep a center on the roster uh, opposite of Jason, or uh, instead of Jason Kelsey as backing him up, um, Nate Herbig is obviously going to be winning that battle right now just because he's built to hold that position a little bit more. Tackles right now, the Eagles are looking at Jordan Mailata as backup tackle, possibly bringing in Jason Peters back. Um, Matt Pryor can play tackle and guard. So I would say Jack, Jack Driscoll and Matt Pryor are going to step into a similar role with the Eagles. They can plug in at tackle or guard if need be and just plug and play. Um, if injuries happen or if they need to have a change of pace, maybe pull someone out for a little bit. I don't think he's going to be a top backup option. They have better guys right now, but he's definitely going to be there ready for game day. Nonetheless, uh, Jack Driscoll is a great prospect. I think he's a great athlete, and he can build into a future swing tackle or versatile offensive lineman. The Eagles probably targeted him because of what they're missing in Big V. After Vitae went over to the Lions for a big deal, um, they need someone that can play both tackle positions, but also kick inside. Uh, a lot of people forgot that Big V last offseason, he was taking a lot of snaps at right guard to try to prepare for Brandon Brooks if he wasn't going to be ready week one. So the fact that they're missing someone that can play four positions on off offensive line is a big, big hit to the offense. Jack Driscoll can step in and play a similar role. He needs a little bit more development before he gets to that level, but obviously adds a lot of value to the Eagles team. I really like this pick. I'm looking forward to see what he can develop into, but it's going to take a little bit of time. So thank you guys for tuning into this. I hope you liked my analysis and get a little bit more insight on Jack Driscoll, his strengths, his weaknesses, and how he's going to fit with the Eagles, especially year one. It's going to be an interesting one, but I think he has all the tools right now to become a really good, versatile backup piece in the NFL. Make sure you're on the lookout for the future Evaluate the Rookie Prospect um, podcast. We're going to be releasing them the next few days. We already hit Jalen Rager, Jalen Hurts, Davion Taylor, and Kayvon Wallace over the past couple of days. So make sure if you haven't done so already, check them out. They're short clips, very informative, very uh, in-depth analysis. So make sure you're listening to those to learn more about this new wave of Eagles talent. I'm really excited to see what all these players are going to bring, and I love analyzing them even more. So go back and check those out if you haven't done so already. 
And thank you for listening. Really appreciate the support, and go Birds! Eagles fly.